AOC hates capitalism. She wants to get rid of it. She doesn't even really know what it is, but somebody told her it's bad. So she's uh, she's hell-bent on, on uh, destroying it. What's up, everyone? This is the Mark K Show pre-show podcast. Uh, and I'm Mark K. I hope you had a great weekend. A couple of programming notes. Number one, first of all, last week I talked all about this great new audio recorder that I purchased just so I was able to record this podcast in the car and make it sound really great. And it's been working awesome. Um, on Friday, however, I left it at work. <laughs> so it's at work right now. And I'm back to my phone for a day. But that's okay. I'm gonna, I figured out a way to make this sound really, really great. That's number one. Number two, a lot of people, a ton of you, have joined our Catriot Network and uh, gotten your free copy of my new Catriot Manifesto. So if you're one of those people, uh, great job. If not, go to markk.com. That's M-A-R-K-K-A-Y-E.com. And you can get a free copy, a digital copy of my Catriot Manifesto to read. People love it. And join our Catriot uh, Network if you haven't already. All right, so... AOC was on this show. I don't even know what show it was. I have the audio. It's going to be all edited up. I'm going to play it on the show today at noon uh, Eastern. But she's basically describing capitalism as an unsustainable system. She said it's unsustainable. It's an unsustainable way of, of you know, the United States doing business. And then she goes into a, a big description of capitalism. More of, it seems to me like it's, uh, she believes it's more of a, a system of government than a, an economic system, which leads me to believe that she doesn't understand it at all. But uh, she doesn't understand the the difference between um, communism or what what's happened in Russia and Cuba and these other places that is truly not sustainable, and what we have here in the United States of America, which is a system that has allowed her... Real, I mean, think about this. AOC is from NYC, and NYC is the entrepreneurial and financial center of the world, or at least... I mean, it, it's one of them. It used to be, but now it's, you know, it's one of the top. And none of that would have happened without uh, capitalism. So, AO, so AOC is looking at her city, walking around the, a city she represents and going, man, look at all these, look at all this stuff, these filthy capitalists. This is not a sustainable system. It's not sustainable at all. And then she goes into this really long description of something that uh, proves she, I think, I mean, the way I tell people is she clearly was absent the day they taught America in school. And now she's one of the most powerful people in government. And people laugh at that too, but it's true. This is one of the things you need to worry about or not worry about, but be at least aware of is that there are a lot of these young, really uninformed, unintelligent, uh, impassioned, very emotional people that are seeking public office and online and in the media, and they are, they don't understand, they don't understand anything, yet they have influence. And AOC is dangerous because she has influence. She's an influencer. And the other thing that's bad about her is she is in one of those districts where it won't be easy to replace her because they are so one-sided. I mean, that's why you get people are always like, man, what's wrong with California? What's wrong with New York? Why do the craziest most left-leaning lunatic uh, House of Representatives members always come from those two states. And the reason is because they don't go anywhere. When you come from a district that is 80% Democrat, you know you don't even have to campaign. Adam Schiff, Nancy Pelosi, Jerry Nadler, all these lunatics, they don't even need to worry about campaigning. They're going to get ele- reelected. And what that does is that emboldens them. It makes them think, well, I must be doing something right. So I'm going to go out and say crazier stuff 
Uh, and it's very difficult for them to get primaried. It's very difficult for them to lose an election. That's why AOC is dangerous, because she's A, stupid, B, influential, and C, probably not going anywhere for a very long period of time. She does have, I know, her eyes on the Senate, but I don't think, I don't think that's going to happen just yet. So we'll get to that in just a minute. Also, something has been going on with this Joe Rogan Spotify situation over the weekend and this video that was released by a um, by a, a, a Democrat organization trying to, they released a hit video where he was using the N-word repeatedly and that caused a lot of celebrities to backtrack their support for him. One of them is The Rock who, man, The Rock is like the biggest guy I've ever met. He's huge. His muscles are like bulging. He lives in the gym. He eats like he eats like six thousand calories a day just to keep up with his with with his you know weight system. I don't know what even you call it, like your weight training, whatever. But this guy, for being as big and scary and bold as he is, he is like a wuss boy, man. He folds. He folds like a cheap uh, blanket. No, like a card table. I don't know. He's just weak, and I never knew that. But he's been apologizing. Andrew Yang, who was formerly a Democrat, now leader of the Forward Party, also apologizing. And these people are just coming out of the woodworks, uh, you know, to to apologize for ever having said anything nice about Joe Rogan or supporting him based on what the woke media mob is saying. Now, this this is something interesting. This is a new phenomenon that is I've just kind of realized what's happening with this woke movement. Not only are they canceling people just because they don't like them. But think about this. They are they are ruining the apology. They are, they are ruining the apology. Apologies used to mean something. Like if you apologize for something, it was probably because you were you were sorry. But now the apology is the white flag. The apology is the W in the win column for the woke. And what they're doing is they're drawing the line now. If if somebody complains about you or if somebody says you're a bad person or you're a racist or whatever it is, and you apologize for anything you've ever done, you've automatically lost. And that's just not that's just not what the way the woke people think. I mean, sure, the woke folk are like they want that apology because they know they've won. And the people that support you, they kind of they kind of slap themselves in the head and go, Why did you apologize to these people? Even Joe Rogan issued a couple of apologies that some people were like, Why are you doing this? Don't apologize to these people. They're out for blood. They are sharks in the water. They don't care about you. They don't want you to feel regret. They don't, they don't, you know, none of this stuff is real. It's all just a way for them to silence you. And by apologizing, you, uh, you've kind of, you've kind of helped them along. The apology is no longer, the apology is no longer what it used to be. It's now become a political weapon. And so my advice to anybody is never apologize because, it's not what it used to be. That's something I have some examples of. And like I said, we're going to go, we're going to deep dive into that uh, as well. What else is happening? Oh, the Olympics. There was a stupid skater who fell because she she left and went to China. The truckers are being frozen out by Trudeau. We've got the Church of Lyontology, CNN. This Brian Stelter guy. I mean, please someone fire him. Please someone fire him just for, just for the sake. I mean, I don't even watch CNN. I, the only reason I watch CNN now is so that I can, you know, make fun of Brian Stelter. Uh, and it's a, it's become a big part of our show. I know people enjoy it, but even I, even though I like relying on the guy for comedic content, I just think he, it's time for him to go. We have some, uh, we'll bring you the Church of Lyontology and how they tried to explain away 
the Jeff Zucker situation. Anyway, that's it for Monday. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in to the pre-show podcast. Have a great day. I'll see you at noon on the Marquee Show. Wherever you happen to listen to the Marquee Show, noon Eastern, 11 Central. We'll see you there. Bye-bye.